from his base in the Mi'kmaq community of Fox Island River. He's become one of the fastest rising stars in Canadian country music. This week, face-to-face with Jason Benoit. I'm Glenn Wheeler, and this is Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about Mi'kmaq people, politics, land, and water. This is episode 233, brought to you with listener support. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Matters. See you in Stephenville on Wednesday, October 12th at the Lions Club, Woodline Street, for a special live event in person and on Facebook, where we'll be having a conversation about the most important issue for Mi'kmaq people in Newfoundland right now, defending our land and water from windmills, gold mines and fish farms, and the rapacious natural resource development underway. See you on October 12th at 7 p.m. A girl I was once a nameless lover Then you came along and lifted me higher Lighting a spark That's one of the most played songs in Canadian country music today. Is the latest from Jason Benoit, Halibu member, proud Ilnu, and resident of the community of Fox Island River, about 25 miles drive north of Stephenville. We sat down with Jason to talk about his music, maintaining his base in Fox Island River, and embracing a Mi'kmaq heritage that for so many years was suppressed by the forces of assimilation. Jason Benoit, our guest this week on Mi'kmaq Matters. Jason, great to have you on Mi'kmaq Matters. How you doing? Thanks, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Doing great. Um, now, uh, of course, the pandemic was tough on uh, on performers, but you're you're out of the gate uh, big time. Uh, you're doing really well, and um, your your song "Shoot Me Down" is uh, is on fire. Um, you can't listen to country music radio in Canada, I think, without hearing your song. So that's great. Lots of plays on on Amazon, so um, so that's uh, that's um, doing really well for you. Yeah, it's. I got to say, it's um, it's been a great year. Um, you know, after the pandemic and and uh, and the two years, you know, that everybody uh, went through, it was, it was it was so hard for so many artists to to do what we do. I mean, to get out to perform. To uh, to continue to uh, to you know release music and uh, a lot of labels, a lot of business. The business side of of the industry was also shut down, so yes. um, it was a, it was it was different. But I think it uh, in that there was a silver lining, and I, I think a lot of uh, artists, including myself, got a chance to uh, you know try to do something a little different that they probably wouldn't normally do. Uh, for me, it was uh, to produce uh, my own album, which is the first time I've ever done that. So, um, yeah, there was there was a silver lining within all that uh, chaos for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, "Shoot Me Down" is a great song. It has uh, great um, 
great vocals, great, uh, great fiddle. It has a certain kind of swing feel to it. So it has a lot of yeah. great energy and people might not know that it has a, aside from you, it has another Newfoundland angle was, which is that it was a, an Eddie Eastman song that you, uh, right. you redid and Eddie Eastman, uh, people of a certain generation will remember uh, Eastbound 401 was a big song for Eddie back in the day. And yeah. of course, another Newfoundlander, uh, Juno award, uh, winner and um and uh so how did how did that uh how did that come to be you knew the song and thought you could uh yeah. make it more contemporary maybe well i uh, i met eddie at the ccma awards uh probably uh, back in 2017 i uh, he was at uh, 17 18 uh around there I, I met him both years and we just started chatting and you know we were both from newfoundland so we had something to talk about and um, and I've, I've, I've known the song. I knew the song, um, but I, somebody had posted the song on, uh, Facebook, uh, one of my friends actually, and it was, uh, from a house party, um, in my area back oh, from wow. back in, I'd say the early nineties or something. And that's the song they were singing and they sang it a little different. It was more up like a little, just, they just sang it differently. And I'm like, you know, that's a great song. And I, so I went back and I re revisited the song from Eddie. And I'm like, I said, like, what a great tune. I wonder if there's a way that I could, you know, kind of make it my own and 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 uh, uh, bring it into the, you know, the modern country sound a little bit for for radio. And uh, so I um, I reached out to um, to Eddie and I asked him if he would if he would mind if I did that. And he said, no, you know, go ahead. And, and he said, just send it over and, and we'll, you know, see how it goes. So, so I did, I, I, uh, you know, I had something in mind for it. I re I did my little rewrite and did up a demo and uh, sent it over to Eddie and, and uh, he loved it. He thought it was great. And his wife loved it too. He, he made a note to say that, you know, she, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't like a lot of new country, but she thinks this one sounds great. So wow, that's great. <laughs> High praise. Yeah. Yeah. High praise was, from Mrs. Was, Eastman. It was, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was that's what sealed the deal. There it was, it yes. Was <laughs> um, so um, now, um, speaking of uh, of good news, uh, the Music NL Awards are in Cornerbrook uh, later in uh, in October, and uh, you you're nominated for I think it's five awards, uh, yeah. including um, Indigenous Artist of the Year and the um, the uh, the uh, Ron Hines songwriting award, which is, uh, you know, high praise indeed. Um, yeah. so you're, you're, you're a songwriter and I, I see that you, you write, you have a songwriting, um, partner. Uh, I don't know if you, you work with him on all the songs in PEI. Uh, how do you, how do you, uh, I was, I was reading an article about Willie Nelson, uh, uh, recently, and he has a songwriting partner also, and they text back and forth. Willie thinks yeah. of a few lines they text and, uh, his partner text back so what what's your process for for songwriting this uh, this ep uh this is uh, time traveler side a is the name of the ep but there's also the side b uh coming soon and uh, it was actually um we wrote it together over from 2020 2021 uh myself and my my buddy jerry uh jerry foot from uh, pei and um uh, we, we're, you know, he's not in the business. He, he's, he's, he, you know, just plays guitar for fun and, 
he likes to play um, just sit around, you know, just playing some tunes and stuff like that. So this is the first time I think uh, we were, we actually had a lot of time um, in between actually during the pandemic, which was odd. We kind of uh, in between the lockdowns, I managed to get over there and um, spend some time with them. And, and, uh, and we actually got to write an, a fair bit. And this is the first time that we actually did that. Uh, and, and then the, the idea wasn't actually to even write uh, music to release. It was just to, uh, to have fun. We were just sitting mm. around, you know, we had a, a couple of beer and pull the guitars out, just singing some tunes. And actually we just, uh, you know, a uh, couple of creative guys, we, we just wrote some songs that we felt, you know, would be, uh, w- would be good for us. Like the songs that we like to listen to and mm. uh, it, that came from where we grew up. So, um, you know, old country and old, old uh, blues and um, things like that. So, um and that's basically how the whole album was written uh outside of uh the shooting me down uh song which was uh, a little bit different but right um, sometimes that's when yeah. it happens when you're not working too hard to when it comes naturally yeah and i think it's and i know i often think about it afterwards i'm like i don't think we could ever do that again because mm. we know you know we would know that <laughs> that's a that we're probably gonna release it uh and and then at the time like we really had no intention of releasing these songs um just because they're they're very uh traditional country sounding and that's wasn't the sound i was going with at the time uh but i think you know uh, with this ep and the next one coming up uh i, I think it's a it was a great opportunity to just to showcase my my roots uh, uh, in country music and, mm-hmm. and where i came from the kind of music that that I uh, grew up listening to and I began singing and learned how to play guitar uh, yeah. too. And yeah. For people in the corner book area, are you, will you be at uh, music NL uh, in oh, October? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. Uh, I'm not sure what the plan is there. Can people see you? Or are you going to be doing some showcases or how does, how does it work for music NL? Uh, for music NL this year, I'm performing at the award ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, there's there's uh there, um, there's nothing else that's really going on um it's just it basically industry industry thing right. so the, um, there's um uh there's an industry showcase that i'm performing at but it's there's nothing publicly uh, right. uh open to the, to the public yeah well we wasn't born into money yeah we were living back in the woods in country songs as in stories there's a beginning a middle and an end so let's let's talk about your your story a little bit uh, today you're in your your hometown of fox island river and uh, a little geography lesson for listeners of Fox Island River is uh, north of Stephenville. You head towards Port of Port, turn right and, and drive up the coast there, about to what, a half an hour from Stephenville, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's if, you're, if you're driving. Minutes, yeah. yeah. And um, so I, have you lived in Fox Island River all your life? Have you been away and come back? Or what, what's, uh, uh, what's your life been like up to now? You know, it's oddly enough, um, I've always lived uh, in, in Western Newfoundland in this close to where I am right now. I grew up right across the bay um, from where I am right now. I live right on the, on the coast uh, in, in the, in the uh, Bay St. George area and uh, Port of Port Bay. And uh, 
so I grew up in West Bay Center, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, probably about 45 minutes from where I am right now, uh, out on the Port of Port Peninsula. And, um, uh, you know, I met my wife when I was uh, 21 and she was from here. So uh, we decided to uh, to move here uh, in, to Fox Island River. Yeah. So being from that area, Stephenville was the nearest big place. Uh, so did you... Uh, did you play shows in Stephenville at clubs? Uh, was that how your yeah. career started off? It started actually uh, probably um, like performing publicly. Uh, there, there used to be something called a, a country night at the um, Arts and Culture Center uh, in Stephenville. And um, so uh, for anyone who's not familiar with the Arts and Culture Center, it's basically a uh, probably a 500 seater, uh, theater. Uh, and they're, they have a string of them across the, off, across Newfoundland. Um, but, uh, uh, normally they'd have like fundraisers for the local hospital mm-hmm. and, uh, they'd ask people from the community to come in and sing a few songs, uh, you know, and, and basically that's how I got started, uh, performing in, in, in front of bigger crowds. Right. Um, and then that was, I was probably about, you know, 17, 18 when I started doing that. <clears throat> and then I moved into, uh, performing, uh, to playing at the, the local clubs, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, you know, doing more other shows either at the Earth Culture Center or, uh, you know, uh, and, and other areas around, but basically it, it was, it was all mainly in the Stephenville area was where I, I grew up performing. Yeah. What a talent out in that area. People who are not, don't become famous, but a lot of lot of great musicians from that from mm. that area a lot of people to learn from i guess if you're oh, a young incredible. musician yeah 100 percent. yeah and did you when you were growing up were you did you have knowledge of your Mi'kmaq uh heritage at that time was it something you talked about in your family actually no um i f- from when i was a you know a young child it was something it wasn't something that everybody talked about and i think i think mainly it was because the uh, you know, the church was very well um, uh, blended in, in, into our community. Uh, I mean, w- I went to Catholic school. Uh, it was just a part of everything that we did. And, and, and they, I think they did a really good job of, uh, of uh, you know, kind of taking away the, the Mi'kmaq uh, culture uh, over time uh, from when they moved in uh, back in, whenever they moved in to the area which was probably you know 1700s or something like that mm. so um so yeah it was it was you know there was a lot of i mean we did grow up in a small town everybody uh you know, i mean on both sides my both my parents have uh make my ancestry so i mean uh, the culture was there it was just that it was kind of um it was uh, it was discreet and it mm. wasn't uh, something that a lot of people talked about and and actually, um, uh, I, again, it was one of those things that was probably, along with the French uh, speaking uh, side of, of my heritage, uh, you know, uh, when my parents were, were in, high, in school, in, in elementary school, uh, I know that they did not want my parents to speak French and they didn't, uh, they didn't want to uh, locally, I think more so in the area. I think there was there were, uh, that if they found out that you you know you had you were Mi'kmaq descent, 
uh, it was more of a, it was an, it came across as a negative uh, right. thing and people, people, you know, uh, normally, uh, try to stay away from, from, uh, identifying with that at mm-hmm. the time, just because, it, because it, uh, uh, you know, it, it came with, uh, you know, um, uh, I don't, I don't know what to call it. I guess almost like, like a uh, scandal in the family, wasn't it? Something uh, that you didn't talk not, about. Not scandal, and not so much in the family, but I think in the community. Because uh, mm. I mean, I think there was, because I know like French Indians was they were they used to call uh, they used to call the indigenous, and uh, and and it always came with a negative, mm. uh, uh, you know, skew. Uh, yes, it was, it was more of a slur, mm. you know, if anything, and, and they and it was it's sad really. Uh, but uh, again, uh, I, and and with the French speaking as well. I mean, uh, my both my parents, uh, both my uh, uh, grandparents on both sides spoke fluent French, and and it didn't get passed to um, mm-hmm. to my parents at all because of the same idea because it it because uh, they didn't um, uh, it wasn't accepted in, in in either within the schools through the church or in the community. So um, yeah, I it was it, it's a uh, uh, you know, it's very sad because there's so much culture lost that way. And, and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, looking back at it, it's, uh, it's a tragedy, a, tr- a true tra- a tragedy on such a huge scale for, for so many people, uh, in my family and in the community to have lost such a integral part of who they are and where they come from. Yes. You, um, recently on Facebook uh, posted something that I found very, very moving and very uh, powerful. You, uh, you're out on a, you got your moose um, mm-hmm. for the, for the winter. You're out with your son, Jack. And uh, yeah. you said um, it's a family tradition that goes back for generations. It's important to teach that the kill should always be done respectfully and as quickly as possible. Thankfully, this was a one shot kill. Thanks to the creator for providing my family with healthy meat for our fall and winter. And, um, you know, I, I, I hear these uh, other people talking about the same kind of a similar thing when they got their moose. Some people would say a prayer and thank the creator. Mm-hmm. So even though, you know, this part of our lives was kind of suppressed, uh, it's still, there were still traces of it that we, that we kept, uh, I guess, along the way. And, um, uh, when, uh, so I guess you, you're doing with Jack, what, uh, you're sort of retracing what your experience would have been when, when you were his age, I suppose. So the circle continues. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, um, it's it, nature, uh, the connection with nature with me, with me, I know, uh, and the indigenous, uh, and the Mi'kmaq. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's just part of who we are and i think you know it's so funny i was thinking about it this morning and i'm like ever, even when i was a kid and and i know i was in the catholic church and i and you know that's all i was being taught but even when i prayed i always prayed to the creator mm-hmm. i always talked i never said i never said god or jesus or anything i always spoke to the creator even when i prayed when i was a child and that came naturally for some reason mm-hmm. so i think um uh, that's so important, I think, to to be able to pass it on to to you know the the generations moving forward, and and the fact that you know uh, nature is so important to, um, to, I mean, to everybody. That's <laughs> it shouldn't. I don't think it it needs to be uh, 
explain how important uh, nature is. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, if we don't have nature, we die as well. So yes. I think to be able to, to, to take care of uh, and show respect for animals and, and for the, uh, you know, the resources that we have around us is, is so important for everyone to keep top of mind, not only in the, in the in, uh, indigenous people of, uh, of, of the world, but, but everybody, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, the, I know, I know for sure. I, I mean, especially with kids, I mean, they, they always look at hunting and, and, uh, and, you know, like uh, guns and, and things from a entertainment point of view. And they, you know, play, they play video games and they, um, you know, they, they see it as, uh, as killing sometimes as, um, uh, it's a game and it's not at the end of the day, it's, uh, and I think it, it, to teach kids that and, and our children that, that, you know, no, you don't just go out and shoot whatever you see because it's fun, uh, entertainment in the afternoon, you know, like that's, that's definitely not how I'm teaching my kids how to, um, to grow up and, and to how to respect uh, uh, nature. And I don't, I don't think anybody should, because I mean, it's it, life is life at the end of the day, regardless, you know, mm. if it's a human or, or an animal, we just, you know, have to be very respectful of, of what you're doing. No, Jason, you're you're in Fox Hollow River. You're you're a performer. You um, and uh, I guess you're on the road uh, a fair bit as as which is not unusual for Newfoundlanders, I guess, going back and forth to Fort Mac and probably back in Fox Hollow River on their turnaround. Um, but I wonder um, how you stay uh, grounded and healthy uh, emotionally and physically because it's uh, you know it's you you know more than anyone probably how demanding that lifestyle can be not only the travel but i guess you know there's uh you're in um it's a friday night and people are out having a party but of course you're working they're drinking and they're having a good time and uh i think we could talk to a lot of uh, uh performers from newfoundland roy Payne, for example uh, and many others who um you know the the performance lifestyle kind of ate them up and, um, you know, such talent and, um, and, um, you know, they, they fell into some of the dangers there. So what, what's, what's your life like and how do you, how do you stay sort of on the ground when you're the star? I think I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to, to have been born with a personality that's, that's just not, um, uh, you know, a party animal, <laughs> to mm -hmm. be honest. Um, uh, I was never really the, uh, the, the guy who, you know, was the first at the party. And, um, I'm, I'm really introverted actually. I mean, I, I, um, you know, I like my alone time. I like the, I like to go uh, walk on the beach three times a day. It's, I mean, it's, it's for exercise and, and to keep myself, you know, grounded. And, uh, I love nature. I've, uh, I'm always out uh, doing something walking or, uh, uh, you know, in, in that world, I think that really helps me a lot is, is nature. And I mean, even when, for example, uh, London, Ontario, um, 
I was there for the Country Music Association Awards of Ontario back uh, earlier this uh, year, probably, I think it was May or June. And, um, and I was, I had a hotel downtown. So anyway, the hotel overbooked. So they put me in a, in a different hotel. It was north, it's probably about 10 minutes from the downtown. And, um, and I, uh, I was like, well, that's, that's unfortunate because I want it to be where the action was. But uh, when I got there, it was, it was literally a huge open field right next to it and a walking trail um, in this hotel and um, or at this hotel. And, uh, and I, 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 that's where I stay now every time I go back to London, because oh, wow. I just, when I get, when I'm, you know, when I've got downtime, I get back to the hotel, I'll have something to eat. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to go, then I'll go and I'll go for my walk. And, and it's just, it, it, I can't believe how grounding it is. It's, it's so great. And mm. I, uh, and it's just to, to connect to, to nature. And I think that's what really levels me out and, uh, keeps my feet on the ground yes. <laughs> for like lack of better words. Yes. Mm. Well, and probably being a Fox Island River, because uh, in Fox yeah. Island River, you're just, uh, you're Jason Benoit. You're not uh, yeah. Jason Benoit, country star. You're just Jason Benoit who lives down the road. So yeah, yeah. Probably yeah, keeps it real. Two, it's, it's a town of 200 people. And it's, uh, when I leave, it's, there's 199. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so uh, yeah, definitely. Well, and hopefully you can keep on living in Fox Island River, because now, of course, uh, lately with, uh, with uh, airline uh, flights and not yeah. as many of them, it's harder. It's harder to be a performer and live in uh, in Western Newfoundland. So, uh, hopefully, the situation will improve and you can maintain your Fox Island River address uh, going mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, well, I'm. I can't see myself moving anytime uh, soon. So, <laughs> I've been. Uh, I think. Uh, well, it's for my family. I think um, since since I met my wife, I mean. Uh, we've had we've got three kids so uh i um i can i can go anywhere and travel and she she's completely fine with that uh, because she has her you know her base is here she has her family her friends and uh, so i think if we moved away uh and she was in a place uh and my children were in a place where they had nobody and it was brand new um i i think that would be unfair to them so i always felt like i think this is it's uh i think it's healthy for the whole family to 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 remain in fox island river for the yes. foreseeable time mm-hmm. <laughs> for moving forward yes mm-hmm. well great jason um great to speak to you we're we're looking for the, the release of time traveler side b and um and yeah, nice to meet you and um, nice to meet you. stay well and um, all the best out there. Thanks so much. I appreciate the interview. Jason Benoit, check out his hit song, Shoot Me Down, and stay tuned for Time Traveler Side B. That's it for the program. Allison Baker is the producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest Mi'kmaq news and views. I'm Glenn Wheeler, Amsterdam.